All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, got a mindful of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit, shall we? Let's get uh, <clears throat> the YouTube fam up and running. All right. Let's hit it. I got, damn, I got a lot of fucking videos down there. All right, and we got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, now you are up and running. You not chalk. Gang, let's jump into this shit. I'm not going to lie to you. This is going to be one long-ass racial fucking rant. I got it. Again, sneezing. Welcome to fucking Texas. Gang, the shit that's gone on for about the last two years, and then you kind of superset that with the fucking Crown Act, and I'm not going to lie. All this stuff just adds to my fucking anger. And I like my job. I love my job. But where I work does not help my racial stress. Now, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, because I'm surrounded, there's a good enough number of people there that just don't get it. Again, I have been told a great many times things like, again, we gave you people a black president, what else do you want? Robert, name one law that affects me as a white person, doesn't affect you as a black person. I've never owned a slave, Robert, you've never been, you guys know the fucking drill. Right. And between, again, other than the entirety of my fucking life up until this moment, again, the BLM marches, learning about my family, the Crown Act, gang, it just, it is a reminder that for as far as we have come, we still have miles left to go. And I do mean miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. Again, we this is a country that is literally so fucking satisfied, gang, that people want kudos for not calling me a nigger. Again, that is our bar for racism in this country. If you went 24 hours without calling a black person a nigger, you are the second coming of Jesse Jackson. Welcome to the party. And it, no, it's not like that. And I've been sitting there at work taking a massive shit. And I'm sitting there, I'm scrolling through Twitter, right? As you guys can see, uh, YouTube, Uncle Bobby brought the economy size uh, glass of gin today. I'm going to need it. And I remember it, it was the first video I ever retweeted on this topic. And I told you guys. My stance will never change. Not as long as my skin looks like this. Please go fuck yourself. And there was a black girl getting in the face of a white girl. Two teenagers. The black girl's like, did you call me a nigger? The white girl just stood there in defiance, like, fuck you. And that black girl gave her probably good three or four chances. Did you call me a nigger? That white girl stood there like that black girl was not twice her size and was sweating pure anger. 
That little white girl, you know what she did? Yeah, I called you a fucking Nick Paya. Black girl stole her. Got on top, ground and pound, Jack. And I remember retweeting it. Gang, the overwhelming majority of those fucking responses were, I am violent. I am promoting violence. It's just a word. She shouldn't have hit her. She's going to get sued. And I was like, you know what? Every single last person who just said that, go fuck yourself. Please go fuck yourself. Because again, I told you guys, I'm going to say it again. I live in a society that continues to tell me that the word nigger is the worst thing ever. Oh my God, Robert, not even black people should say it. No one is the worst thing that's ever. Then when black people act accordingly, we're the animals. I remember showing some people at work because I was confused, right? I was like, hold on. Hold on. I'm showing you this video. What is your reaction? I still remember the first person I showed. I'll never forget. She just, her, her attitude, her voice was like, she shouldn't have hit her. I'm like, is that what you saw? Is that what you saw? You saw the black person being violent. What you didn't see was that white girl calling her a nigger, right? And again, and, and if you're going to sit here, and if you're watching this show, you're going to be one of those people that right now I'm going to strongly suggest you fucking unsubscribe. Because if you're going to sit here and tell me it's just a word, again, go up to the top, subscribe, unsubscribe, click it. It's going to give you an option. Your monkey ass needs to hit unsubscribe. Again, if you they, they overwhelm, Papa, shut your monkey ass up. Mood killer. Look, what an asshole. He's probably calling me a nigger right now. Papa, stop it. All right, back on topic. What a little asshole. The overwhelming majority of y'all are Generation X. Okay? You know the weight of the word nigger. Everyone knows the weight that comes with the word nigger. I just belch, hashtag unprofessional. So again, don't ask more from us than what you're willing to give yourself. But you see what I'm saying, gang? All this stuff ties in together. For as far as we have come, we still have a long way to go. We are still seeing, and by we, I'm talking about Negroes. I can say that I have lots of black friends. We are still second-class citizens in a great many respects. We are still regarded as not as bright, not as fucking intelligent. We are still told that we have higher pain. Go look at my fucking show. It's entitled, I was taken to school by a 30-year-old. And I've got a 30-year-old. Someone young enough to literally be my fucking daughter telling me shit that when she's giving birth, right? Again, She's not offered, and, I, and I'm going to fuck up. I'm going to see her next week, so I'll, I'll ask her again. But it, black women, you, you, what, what do you need the Vicodin for? Yeah, your baby came out of you sideways riding a fucking lawnmower that was attached to a fucking jackhammer, and the fucker was doing fucking jumping jacks holding on to two fucking hand grenades. Just go to the store and get yourself some Tylenol, right? Because we are still seen as having higher pain tolerances. Thicker skulls. This country was built on racist fucking foundations, Jack. That's not up for debate. And that stuff still hits us 
in the gut today. It is our words. It is our attitudes. And it's because people don't say the word nigger. It's like, oh, this can't be racist. Shut the fuck up. Right? Like here, that's, here here's an example. And it's actually very relevant. Fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse. Right? Gang, I saw a tweet from that little racist sack of shit today. And it's the uh, God's not dead level bad acting when he's sitting there talking about how he was afraid for his life. Gang, that was the worst acting ever. And if it wasn't for the fact that he had just murdered two people, I would have laughed. You guys remember that movie? He made a meme out of it. And it's him, except now he has superimposed uh, uh, a gas tank nozzle in his hand. And he's like, this time I'm not crying because I'm on trial. You know, it's Biden's high uh, gas prices. It's okay. First and foremost, here's another asshole that does not know how gas prices work. Yes, gas prices are high as fuck. Yes, Biden is in the White House. But I double-dog dare anyone to connect the high gas prices to a Biden policy. Go ahead. I will sit right here and I will wait. But even if that's, that's irrelevant, Kyle Rittenhouse took two lives. You should feel bad about that. Instead, he was made into a celebrity, a literal fucking rock star, Right? Think about the language we use, and by we, I mean this country, to describe Kyle Fuckface L. Rittenhouse. We made sure that the United States knew that apparently he was CPR certified and he was there to render first aid in case anyone needed. Keep in mind, this entire time, the little fucker 17 years old, okay? We use words like community service. Because remember those pictures with his hat turned on backwards and the nice little white boy smile as he's scrubbing graffiti off of a wall all the while his AR-15 is strapped to his fucking back. And when the judge asked him, yeah, that judge asked him, why did you go get an AR-15? You remember what his answer was? It looked cool. Yeah, okay. What, what else did we say about that little fucking asshole? Oh, that apparently, like, his services were requested or some shit. Like, the mom and pop, you know, privately owned businesses, you know, were afraid because of, you know, destruction of property and shit like that. So his services, his ace-level bodyguard-level services and skills were necessary. And shut the fuck up. Fox News made excuses for him. This is what happens when you defund the police. You guys remember that bullshit? These were the terms we use to describe fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse as I move my light, right? These words are important, gang, because they convey a certain attitude. Let me move this shit one more time. What the fuck else do they say about fuck nuts Kyle L. Rittenhouse? Hmm. How can I forget the big one? Self-defense. Self-defense. 
Gang, I already told you guys. Fine. I don't care. I do not care. I do not care. I do not care. I'm not a lawyer. I've openly admit that. I have often said I'm the dumbest person you'll ever fucking meet. I, I am acknowledging that he did not meet a legal definition of uh, murder. Fine. He's not a murderer, but he is a killer. Okay. Now. We make an exception for this little fucker, this white little asshole. We chose our words very carefully in this country on how we were going to describe him. We made sure we made Kyle out to be the victim. That's why we use the terms self-defense. Two lives have been snuffed out because some asshole who was completely untrained, who, again, in the court of law, this carries no weight, should not have been out there. Should not have been out there. You think I'm bullshitting? Unless you're a fucking psychopath, next time there's a riot, you go. Send your fucking 17-year-old with a fucking murder machine. Go ahead. Good luck. Right? Again, we chose our words fucking carefully. We literally turn him into a fucking celebrity in this fucking country. Now he's going around suing people. You guys hear that shit? And major networks, major YouTubers, Fox, OAN, The Coontress, uh, Steven Crowder. Again, it's real easy to dismiss them as assholes until you realize they get millions of views, gang. I will get hundreds. They get millions. And they each had Kyle Rittenhouse on their show. And he's literally going around. LeBron James. I still remember, right? I've tried. Well, oh, pick the racist asshole channel it was on. But it was like, what, what are you going to do with LeBron James? And he was like, I'm, I'm going to sue him. Gang, the name Kyle Rittenhouse is unworthy to be in the same sentence as LeBron James. All right. On top of being one of the top 10 best guys to ever lace up high tops and play on the hard court, he's actually a phenomenal human being. Right. LeBron James started that high school for kids, pretty much black kids, whose college admission rate is in the 90 percentile. Look that shit up. This school provides your uniforms for you. Every kid gets a free lunch and a free fucking breakfast. You don't got to worry about food anymore. Every kid gets a fucking laptop. This isn't whose mom and dad can afford your education. All he wants to know is who wants to fucking work hard. I got the rest. Every kid, look this shit up. Every kid gets a bike and a helmet. So you can bicycle your monkey ass to fucking school and learn some shit and make your life better. That's what LeBron James did. But with the, again, the talking ads call him a thug and uneducated. Words fucking matter, gang. And Kyle L. Rittenhouse is talking about suing LeBron James. Gang, LeBron James is as worried about that as I am someone coming and kicking me in my aura, right? But again, they've pumped this little asshole up 
And we made sure that he was made out to be a fucking victim. And you wonder why it is I always get so fucking upset about racial shit. For as far as we have come, gang, we still have a long ways to fucking go. And if I didn't want to push Kyle in front of moving fucking traffic, I would almost feel sorry for him. You guys know as well as I know, he is going to get discarded. Like a used fucking rubber on a porno set of a 12-on-1 fucking gangbang. They have pumped this kid's head up so much, he is literally trying to sue the President of the United States because the President of the United States said that Kyle was a white supremacist. That's not a lawsuit, Kyle. Your feelings were hurt. But if I can give you some advice there, young man, again, I'm not smarter than you. It's just I've been your age. You've never been mine. If you want people to stop calling you a white supremacist, you should probably stop hanging out and taking pictures with white supremacists. You should stop going on the fucking Tucker Carlson show. I know you love the attention because you keep doing it. But he is, do I got a belch? Did you guys hear that one? God damn, I just belt. Hashtag unprofessional. Back on topic. I know you love the attention. You're a 17-year-old little fucking emotional maggot. White supremacist has even said that Tucker Carlson says what I feel. You were caught in a bar full of white supremacists. You were drinking underage while putting up that fucked up ass white supremacist sign, but yet you're mad that people are calling you a white supremacist. Gang, this is white privilege to a fucking T. Think about all the excuses we made for Kyle Rittenhouse. Now let's get off of his back, and now let's go to Brother George Floyd for a second. Think about the words we use to describe George Floyd, who, by the way, don't know if you know this, isn't white. Again, we made sure that we use words like self-defense, phrases like rendering CPR, community service, right? We made sure we, we knew all that about Kyle. What did we say about George? He was a thug. Gang, I didn't know this, but yeah, the, the story about him holding a gun to a pregnant woman's uh, stomach, one, eh, a little bit far-fetched, not not exactly what they said happened. Didn't really happen like that. That was 10 years ago. They made sure you knew that he was on fentanyl. They, made, they kept hammering at home that he was using a fake dollar, $20 bill. He actually wasn't. These are the things that kept going through the fucking spin cycle. Fentanyl. Resisting arrest. $20 bill. Criminal record. He's a thug. They made sure you knew he was big. They kept showing that tape of him in the muscle shirt. George Floyd is my size. They kept making sure they painted him with the nastiest color brush they could possibly find because they needed to make sure that you would not feel sorry for George Floyd. Again, for those of you who are getting ready to say, yeah, Robert, but he did hold a, a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach. I wonder what it is in your past that I can dig up 
to where I can fucking kick you in your fucking chest, then guillotine choke you until you fucking died. And your last words were you screaming out to your mother who has already passed on. What is it about your past that I can dig up on you? Because if that's the way you want to play this game, assholes, everyone's about to fucking die up in this bitch. You understand that? Right? Where the fuck was I? I told you. This is going to be a fucked up ass episode, gang. Kyle Rittenhouse went to whatever Ku Klux Klan, CPAC, whatever meeting. You guys remember? They were literally playing ACDC's Shook Me All Night Long. His name kept getting spelled out letter by letter and on electronic letters with fireworks. People were on their feet cheering. He was the keynote person of the fucking day. The last person. So people had to wait to see his royal majesty. Please go fuck yourself. They erected a statue in memoriam to uh, George Floyd. You remember what happened to it? The first round? It was vandalized. We watched that man struggle for his life. That was torture, gang. For 10 minutes. We heard that man gurgling. We heard that man scream out to a dead mother. You would think that that would be the easiest slam dunk there was. But in this country, we're so goddamn talented. And by that, I mean racist. That video split the country in half. Major news outlets were saying that the only reason why that George Floyd, uh, his killer, what's his name? Fuck nuts, uh, fuckface Eric Chauvin. Apparently, Chauvin is French for fucking murderer, racist murderer. Okay, this, this, I'm going to have a stroke. I'm going to have a fucking stroke. That basically, that, not basically, that Chauvin was given up to the mob to, to keep Wisconsin from burning down. Again, how, I, for as far as we have come, gang, we still have a long ways to fucking go. Kyle Rittenhouse shot two people and half this country thinks he's a fucking hero. George Floyd was murdered. That tape could not be any more fucking clear. This isn't Sasquatch pictures. This isn't fucking the Loch Ness Monster and shit like that, gang. That shit was taken with an iPad, and iPhone. Crystal clear fucking reception. There is no question about what it is we saw. But terms matter. Images fucking matter. This country called George Floyd a thug for getting high on drugs and allegedly using a $20 bill. Let's say both of those things were true. Fentanyl, counterfeit money. Again, I'm no fucking lawyer, but I'm pretty sure that's a ticket at best. That is not a capital crime. It is not a capital crime. It is not a capital crime. Fine, he got zooted. I'm drinking my balls off right fucking now. 
I'm not afraid of the Mary Jane, right? At what point did getting high become a capital crime? At what point did using counterfeit money become a capital crime? At what point does that mean we get to bash your fucking character? Now, before we go into halftime, I'll answer you right now. The answer is fuck no. So I have been asked this. Well, what if someone like George Floyd came, came to take your daughter on a date? I'll answer you right now. He, she's not going. It's just that fucking simple. George Floyd knocks on this goddamn door. Mr. Reed, I'm here to take your daughter out on a date. I was like, take whose daughter on a date? Yours, sir. I think you're gonna. I'm going to take your daughter on a date. Fucker, I don't think you heard what I said. I said, whose daughter are you going to take on a date? Mr. Reed, I'm taking your daughter. You're not catching it, are you? You're not picking up what I'm put, putting down. Let me tell you something there, fuck nuts. You're not taking my daughter anywhere. Well, Mr. Reed, we're, 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 we're dating. No, you're not. So let me tell you something. You just broke up with her. You just don't know it, right? No, no. Yeah, everyone's worthy of a second chance. Just not in this goddamn house. You know, no, I, I'm not going to let someone with George Floyd's past take my daughter on a date. Okay, fine. Robert Reed would not have a drink with fucking George Floyd. So fucking what? Please tell me why it is that is still worthy of a capital offense. It's not. But again, for as far as we have come, gang, we still have a long ways to fucking go. Let's take this into halftime. I need to calm down. Kyle Rittenhouse snuffed two lives. And he is literally enjoying a hero's lifestyle right now, right? The bad part is, besides all of it, when they get rid of Kyle and go get themselves somebody else, that boy is going to crash and burn. If you're my age, especially in the South and black, you've heard this. When someone's cutting up, especially in public, what would we say? His mama didn't whip his ass enough. That's exactly what's going to happen to Kyle. When you take two lives off this planet, you should feel like shit. Kyle's being taught, take out two lives, you're going to get celebrated and paid. Self-defense, he's an EMT all of a sudden, he's doing community service, all this other bullshit. George Floyd tried to buy like a fucking scratch off a honey bun and some OE. Lost his life. We called him a thug. We said he's a piece of shit. He deserved what he got. Even though we all saw the same 10-minute fucking video, half of this country said that nigger deserved to fucking die. Gang, for as far as we have come, we still have a long way to go. All right, gang. Thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Now I'm back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go.
gang, I am black. I don't know if you noticed this today, but I am insanely black, like extraordinarily black, blacker than black, like super black today. Let's get YouTube back, shall we? All right, we got, all right, the three, the two, the one, YouTube. Oh, we are all black today, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Gang Shazam. Okay, let's keep this shit going. Little Anger Fest 2020. Gang, I'm going to keep saying it. For as far as we've come, we still got a long way to fucking go. We, we just do. And the next one up that I'm thinking about, these Freedom Convoys. Now, when I talk about the Freedom Convoys, gang, I'm going to keep uh, hammering Fox News. Here's the reason why. It's relevant to the story. Refresh your memory. Hey, I'm going to get fucked up today. The Freedom Convoys, all the 18-wheelers and shit, they're over mask mandates. Mask mandates. Gang, right or wrong, is irrelevant to the story. People with medical licenses, again, I don't care what you say about Dr. Anthony Fauci. Fuck nuts. Again, he's the world's leading, or at least the United States' leading infectious disease expert who has been quietly doing his job for over three fucking decades, okay? Again, think about all the major viruses and diseases that you did not die from. That's in part because of Anthony Fauci. Now, Anthony Fauci was a part of the team that decided to lock this shit the fuck down, right? Let's get these people some fucking shots. Let's get people not to gather in masks, wear your fucking mask, wash your ass. When COVID hit, gang, they were literally trying to save people's lives. Think about how this country reacted to a life-saving measure, right? Then again, it's funny. No, it's not. It's funny that the people who claim to be pro-life are the ones working the hardest to fucking end it. The exact same people, excuse that, the exact same people sitting here running off at the mouth about Jesus Christ willing to make all these sacrifices but you're not willing to wear a mask for your fucking next door neighbor's grandmother. Go fuck yourself. I told you guys, every single time we ask the fucking question, what would Jesus do? That answer gets more and more clear every fucking time. Please go fuck yourself. Right? And now these fucking truckers, it's more like in DC, you know, mask mandates and everything else. And like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Gang, on top of the fucking stupidity that comes with, you know, these convoys, it's how Fox News is covering it. They, they can't jerk these dudes off hard enough. Right? The First Amendment rights, right? And freedom of speech. They've got a legitimate complaint. Do they? Do they really? Do they really? I'm going to ask again. Do they really have a legitimate complaint? Again, all you assholes, 
I'm not even close to being fucking sorry. We have been getting vaccines since the, literally the dawn of fucking medical time. The days of George Washington. Seriously, we have been getting vaccines. Your brat kids, if you're my age, you've got kids more than likely. How many of y'all sent your fucking kids to private school? How many times you'd have to show a fucking vaccination record? We, we, you get a headache, you just go get an aspirin. You have never read the bottom of the fucking bottle. This country literally has an obesity problem. America, that's us. We don't ask what's in that fucking Mac rib. We don't ask what's in that fucking Whopper combo meal. We just shovel this shit into our fucking throat. But now all of a sudden, this country is hyper aware about what goes into the fucking vaccine. Oh, it hasn't been tested. Hey, by the way, I'll take a six-piece McNuggets, 14 fucking cheeseburgers. Oh, like, can we supersize that? Let's supersize that. Now, I am already aware that there's 400 more times more sugar in a large Coke from the fucking McDonald's. Let's go ahead and get 19 of those. Shut the fuck up. All those masks were meant to do was to help save your fucking useless, pathetic lives. And Fox News cannot stop defending these people who are worried about mask mandates, defending their right to fucking protest. <sighs> Again, it's called a freedom convoy, gang. Words matter because these words are shaping attitudes. I try not to look at it too much. I'm willing to bet you my next three paychecks that the word patriots probably been sprinkled in there a couple of times. They're protesting. And gang, I support people's right to protest. Even the quote unquote freedom convoy. Now, I wonder why, I mean, I wonder why it is that black football players protesting before the game. It's not interrupting your ability to watch fucking football. They're protesting before the game. What did this country do to them? The main one literally cannot find a job. Colin Kaepernick literally cannot find a job in the fucking NFL. If Colin Kaepernick said, you know what? I am willing to work for $7 an hour. I'll just wash jock straps after the game by hand. They would say you can't do it, love it or leave it. I wonder why, I mean, I wonder why it is that these fuckers are called the Freedom Convoy while black football players taking a knee before a fucking song are called traitors or told, get out, literally called sons of bitches, by the President of the United States. Fox News could not stop bashing fucking Colin Kaepernick for having the audacity to, one, protest, and two, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit biased, but his message was, don't kill black people. He's called a thug. He was called a son of a bitch because he didn't want black people to get shot, and then the person who shot them get a paid vacation. 
Was it Philando Castile? I think it was. It's kind of hard to keep up with all the black people being shot by the fucking cops. But I think it was the Philando Castile police murder to where, if I'm not mistaken, that dude had literally just come off of a suspension for excessive violence to another black person. Larry spent 14 days at home chilling, getting paid, then goes back on duty and kills Philando Castile. That, those are the reasons why Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee. And by Colin Kaepernick, I mean all the black dudes in the NFL. Gang, they were called thugs, traitors. The commander-in-chief called them sons of bitches, told them to leave the country. They should be fired. White people that didn't want to wear a mask to save other people's lives, their protest was called the Freedom Convoy. Black people saying don't kill us were called thugs and sons of bitches and were threatened with unemployment. I wonder white that is. Gang, I told y'all before, I am old enough. That dude on my wall is a decorated officer in the United States Army. By today's standards, my dad would not be called a patriot. He wasn't called to go to Vietnam. Dad volunteered to go to Vietnam. You understand that? I am old enough to remember when, when the National Anthem played at a football game, maybe half the people would quote-unquote respect the song. No one gave a shit. When the Gulf War, the first Gulf War, kicked off, you guys remember that if you're Gen X? It was infinitely more popular back then to say, I don't support the troops. On the days when dad was wearing his dress greens, right? You know how many people were tripping over themselves to say thank you for your service? Zero. It wasn't fashionable. Then some black guy named Colin took a knee. Now all of a sudden, all you assholes who sat your fat ass on your goddamn couch could not be bothered to stop with your intellectually fucking vapid conversations. See who can get the most amount of hot wings in their fucking mouth at one time, chugging your fucking beers, talking about some bullshit. You, you couldn't be bothered to be worried about your special little song back then. But a black person took a knee and again, did not call attention to himself. He was found out. That's how this all became a story. Truckers, majority white ones, who don't want to wear a mask are called patriots and their protest is literally called a freedom convoy. Because they would much rather risk COVID and kill someone, right? That's called freedom. Colin Kaepernick said, don't kill black people. He's a thug, a son of a bitch. Colin personally is fucking uh, blackballed. I still know people who sit there, they're fucking lying, telling me, oh, I don't watch football. What's with all these messages? Why, why does it have to say end racism in, in, in an end zone, Robert? It's like, keep talking. Yeah, fuck nuts.
keep talking. That's you mean to tell me that two words in the back of an end zone with a very it'd be one thing if it said I'm not gonna say this person the last person's name. Let's say her, her name was Mary. If it said "fuck Mary," yeah, I can kind of see you getting upset. Those are some two words that you probably don't want to hear. But the two words are literally end racism. And that's what's making you stop foot watching football? Yeah, well, Robert, I just want to watch football. They're still playing football, asshole. Again, gang, for as far as we come, we still have a long way to go. White truckers that don't want to wear a mask, it's called freedom. Black people saying don't kill us, we're thugs and hootlums. Again, I, I told you guys, I'm gonna say it again for the billionth time. It's not gonna keep it's not gonna it's not gonna keep anyone up at night. But we're not friends. I'm not gonna doesn't mean I'm gonna slap you across your fucking face, but we're not friends. When I tell you that I'm worried about being murdered by someone in a uniform, and your response is, what about a flag? You're not my friend. You're not. You can call yourself my friend, but you just put my life on the same plane of value as a fucking piece of cloth. That if I strip that goddamn flag off your goddamn porch, burn that shit out of it, put a new one up before you got out of bed, you wouldn't know the difference. You can always go get yourself another black friend and you don't give a fuck about me, but I'm the only Robert Christopher Reed I will ever have. I am not going to subject my family to more death than what it is we have already fucking experienced if I can help it. And you have just put my life on this. Again, go ask your average person right now. Sing the national anthem. They probably can't do it. Okay, I just, at work today, you know what my thought question was? There were 10 plagues of Egypt. Name five. You know what everyone said? Famine. It's like, famine? What? I didn't say the fucking four horsemen of the apocalypse. I said name one of the fucking... One lady said leeches. Leeches. It's like, oh, this bitch. Shut the fuck up. Respect a song that you don't know the words of. Respect a flag. But my life, shut the... Again, it's not going to keep you up at night. But if I tell you I'm afraid for my life and you say, what about a flag? We can't be friends. We cannot be friends, right? So again, that, that's about white. White people protesting, it's called freedom. Black people do the exact same thing. We're called thugs. Now, before we move on to the big daddy of today, let's stick with the whole sports arena. The famous quote, by hate scarecrow Laura Fuckface Ingram. You remember what that bitch said? Shut up and dribble. Because she called Donald, he called Donald Trump a bum. He said Donald Trump is a bad head coach. That is not a good leader. Okay, there was nothing. And then it was him, Maria Taylor. I'm trying to remember who was in the backseat, but there were two NBA basketball players. There was nothing they said about Donald Trump that was not spot on fucking accurate seriously they, they fucking nailed the characterization of the orange asshole 
Laura Ingram told him to shut up and dribble. Drew Brees, maybe a year and a half after that, they set his ass up. They sure the fuck did. He's a hardcore conservative Christian. He can fucking ball. But he is. He's a hardcore conservative Christian. And two years after, no, no, it was more than that. It was like four years after the initial Colin Kaepernick fucking protest. And he sat there on the fucking live TV, national TV, and said, I will never be okay with people disrespecting the flag. Okay, it did not take 24 hours before. My, my, my name is Drew Brees, and I'm, I'm very sorry for what I said. I'm going to work on my character. Gang, he got drugged through the fucking mud, right? And I'll never forget, it was Malcolm Jenkins, a former teammate when he was in New Orleans. Malcolm is a large, muscular, salt and pepper bearded fucking black dude. Sound familiar? And he cried. He literally cried. I'll never forget what he said. It's like, Drew, you a sucker, man. I thought you knew. And for me, gang, that was the perfect quote. I've said it once. I'm going to say it again, gang. I keep repeating myself because this shit keeps happening. And I'll never forget, Malcolm said what he said. And again, that means, I told you, Drew Brees is in a very unique industry. 70 plus percent of the NFL is made up of rich black guys. That means Drew Brees went to work every day and completely ignored his coworkers. That talking point about disrespecting flags and everything else, it's been addressed. It's been put to bed. That means all the guys breaking their bodies so that Drew Brees can become richer and richer and richer. Again, all he saw were cogs in a fucking machine to make him richer. He didn't see a human because he sure as fuck didn't listen to those humans. When they said, yeah, that whole disrespecting the flag. Yeah, we're not disrespecting a flag. The flag is a vehicle for our message. Right? Again, we jerk Martin Luther King off now. Right? Was Martin Luther King disrespecting lunch counters? And before one of you say, well, we're rubbers not the same, I want to tell you to go shut the fuck up and fuck yourself. He wasn't protesting at Denny's and Jim's and Golden Corral chain restaurants. Martin Luther King's mission was to shut down locally owned businesses. Yeah, he was. That's what a sit in is made to do, to shut down, to strangle the financial bloodline to that business. We hate the flag as much as uh, Rosa Parks hated city transportation. She used city transportation to get the message across. Martin Luther King used lunch counters to get the message across. NFL football players use the national anthem and the flag to get a message across. Fox News bashed the shit out of the black dudes. Remember what she said, Laura Ingram said about Drew Brees? Well, it's his First Amendment right. I mean, he's entitled to shut the fuck up. That sounds about white, doesn't it, gang? 
a white dude and a black dude can do the exact same thing in this country and get two totally different definitions. Sometimes, and we got to go into another halftime here soon, they can do something totally different. Like the white dude could literally commit homicide and half this fucking country will sit here and say, man, I can kind of see the point. Again, let's say everything they said about George Floyd is spot on fucking correct. He was high on fentanyl and he used a fake $20 bill to buy goods from a convenience store. Show me. Because again, I had some asshole sit here and say, you need to be on Twitter when I talked about Kyle Fuckface L. Rittenhouse. Sitting here saying, you need to familiar yourself with the law. Familiarize yourself with the law. It's called self-defense. Blah, blah, blah. I need you to shut the fuck up. If you want to sit here and talk about the law, fuck nuts, you show me where it is in the law books where using counterfeit $20 bill, it, the fucker got a honey bun, a fucking scratch off, some fucking cigs, and a fucking bottle of liquor. You tell me in the fucking law books where that cost you your life. It doesn't if you're white, but it does when you're black. Gang, for as far as we have come, we have so much further to fucking go. And this is a good time for a break. So Uncle Bobby can calm down one more time because the last topic is guaranteed to short my fucking life. All right, gang. Thanks to the world's greatest DJ. I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark again. You know the drill. Say it with me. Gang, the weasel's about to be drained, about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking air. I'm going to be back for part three. Of gin and truth. Ooh, I knocked over my bike. Let's go. Black, black, ah, yeah, you guys get the fucking picture. Let's get fucking YouTube up and running, shall we? Okay, YouTube, come on, let's do it. All right, you got the three, the two, the one, YouTube, you are black, Shira has the fucking power. Let's rock and roll on this fucked up ass show. Are you guys having a stroke like I am? Yeah, Uncle Bobby, dude, this is... I got all this nervous energy now. You know what I'm going to do with this? I'm going to clean my fucking house. Pretty sure I'm not going to be able to sit down after this one. So, gang, we talked about fuck nuts, Kyle. We talked about fuck nuts, freedom convoy, and shit like that. But, gang, you know what really set me off, especially over the weekend? The Crown Act. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, which you should... At RC Read 40. I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for. Do the right thing. Hit the fucking follow button. Oh, and if I didn't tell you, do all the fucking things, right? If you haven't liked it, why haven't you liked this fucking video? If you haven't subscribed, why haven't you fucking subscribed? And if you haven't shared this, what what what, what what's going on here? Why, why haven't you shared this fucking video? 
Everyone needs to see this shit, but back on topic. So we've covered all these fucking assholes, right? But gang, the crown act. That one, I put a video out on Twitter. That's where we're going with that shit. I put a video out on Twitter. Gang, I I, I did not celebrate for one funky ass second. It's going to pass, and I fucked it up. It doesn't go to the House. It goes to the Senate. It's going to go to the Senate. It's going to get rubber stamped. Now, do I have to belch? I got one brewing. Okay, no, I don't. Okay, let's work on this. If you aren't 100% clear on what the Crown Act is, let Uncle Bobby tell you. Gang, the Crown Act is, it's a protection law. So black people, black people, it's now legal to have black people hair. That's not pretty much. That is exactly what the Crown Law states. Afros, dreads, cornrows, shit like that. Now, if you're watching this show, you're probably already on my side, but maybe if there's one or two new ones, and if so, welcome aboard. Way to go. The, the problem with the crown law is white is the standard. Because I've heard people say, well, that just looks unkept. That doesn't look clean. The Blasi and the Glavenoids. You'll get more job offers if you just get your hair cut, so on and so forth. The problem with that is white is the standard. That's what it's being judged off of, okay? Now, this is a true story. This is 500% a true story. Gang, I cannot stand this newest, and by newest, I mean probably the last, 10, 15 years or so, this shaggy haired, that's the only word I could think of. It is this shaggy haired white boy look. And it's hard for me to describe. So the best way for me, maybe this is where it comes from. Go back, Google image young Tucker Carlson. It's like someone just took like a bowl of, if pasta had hair with a baby, uh, pasta had hair, what? If pasta had baby with like white people hair, I don't know. And you put that shit in a bowl, then you just kind of flip it and put it on a white boy's head. It's just real thick, and it's it just goes straight down, and they they kind of cover it. it. I can't fucking describe it. Just fucking where, where's my fucking iPad? Hold on, I'll do the hard work for you. Okay, so we're gonna fucking all right, Tucker. Come on, maybe this thing is slow. It's because the the internet down here is slow. I'm going to type in Young Tucker Carlson. All right, so YouTube, you're going to see it. Uh, uh, my brain just farted. Podcasters, podcasters, look it up. Okay, all right, hold on. Oh, there, oh God, I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. It's like, which one do I pick? I fucking hate this look. Oh, yeah, you know what? This one just really seals in the fucking flavor. All right, YouTube, can you see that? Can you see that? It's kind of fucked up. And I know the light. Oh, there it is. Can you guys see that? Yeah, now you can see it. Can you guys see that? Okay. Podcasters again. Look that sh that it. Okay, let me tell you guys something. I fucking hate 
that hairstyle. And I've always hated. This is not a Johnny come lately. It's like fucking Kanye West, right? I hated Kanye West long before it's fucking popular. I have always hated that fucking hairstyle. It, I, I, I don't know why. I fucking hate it. And I always have. Long before the crown rule. Trust me. Gang, if I could find a white boy, it's real popular, especially with the frat boys these days. They wear their little fucking pressed khakis with their fucking boots and their fucking white boy fucking shirt. And they got that fucked up ass fucking, I just fucking hate it. Gang, if I could hold one of them white boys down by his fucking neck in a dirty fucking toilet and just sit there and hold him while he gurgled for his last fucking breath. Gang, I would reach fucking sexual orgasm as he gurgled for his last fucking breath. I cannot stand that fucking hairstyle. I cannot fucking stand that hairstyle. And if it wasn't against the law, I would find every white boy I could who had that fucking shaggy looking fucking haircut and I would hit that fucker with a speeding 18-wheeler while laughing my monkey ass off. I have always hated that fucking hairstyle. But you know what, gang? My opinion doesn't mean a goddamn thing because that's how white boys' hair has the ability to grow. Now, imagine for two seconds if my fucked up ass opinion, let's get this thing up one more time so I can get mad as shit. I'm serious, gang. I've never liked that fucking hairstyle. I want to punch these fuckers as fast, as hard as I fucking can. Like, seriously. There, there, there's just this motherfucker. This, oh, I want to punch him so fucking bad. Imagine if my opinion was law. Imagine all the white boys running around that Tucker Carlson haircut. Imagine for a second, gang, if there was a law that said, if you cannot grow an afro, if you cannot grow dreadlocks, you if you wear your hair the way fuck nuts Tucker Carlson does, I'm going to stop you from walking your high school graduation stage. I'm going to stop you from participating in high school sports. That hairstyle, even though it's not a quote-unquote on-the-books level law, that hairstyle will prevent you from getting jobs. I got to sneeze. <coughs> I just, God damn it. I told you. Fuck, welcome to fucking Texas, gang. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're back on topic. Imagine for a second if my opinion on white boy's hair was an actual law that had to be made. Imagine if this country passed a white boy shaggy hair Tucker Carlson style protection hair act. For all you assholes who sat there and said for the last five and a half years, almost six years now, Robert, you have no idea how hard it is to be white. I need you to take two extra scoops of go fuck yourself and shove it up your asshole. Gang, we literally just passed a law. We're about to pass a law to say that black people's hair is legal. 
That's what the Crown Act says. I'm going to say that again. For all you assholes who sit here and you tell me how hard it is to be white in this country, imagine if we had to make a law in 2022, assholes, quit telling me how long ago this was, you fucking insensitive prick. Imagine in 2022, we made a law that said white boys are allowed to wear their hair the way white boys' hair naturally grows out. Again, you guys want to sit here and continue to say shit like this, right? Well, Robert, you know, you can make fun of us. Please go fuck yourself. This country is about to pass a law in 2022 that states that black people are allowed to be black people. Gang, there are... I, I pulled them up and it doesn't even fucking matter. There are documented cases of stellar straight A student, all American athlete, pillar of community. I just belch hashtag unprofessional. High school kids who were on paper, perfect. Being told, you can't walk the high school graduation stage with that hairstyle. That messy nigger high, uh, hairstyle. Stellar students. Kids that you would be proud to teach. Being told, here are your options. You can cut your hair and walk the stage with your classmates or you can hold on to your African heritage and stay your black ass at home. We have instances, I, I said it on Twitter, because I saw the video, gang, and I saw the pain in this kid's face. Again, white people don't say shit ever. Shut your fucking mouth. Do I know how hard it is to be white? Motherfucker, do you know I have any idea how hard it is to be black? But you think you, you quote unquote gave us a president? So now, oh, he has a balls. We shut the fuck up. This high school wrestler was given an option. You cut that hair or you can't compete. Gang, that boy chose to cut his crown. Did they call in a barber? A black barber? No. The white athletic trainer got on the mat, used the exact same scissors she was going to use after the match to cut off all the sweaty athletic ankle tape. She cut those bo that boy's hair on the spot. And when everyone was giving him a high five, you saw him shrug everyone off and get pissed off. And he went in there and did his fucking job as a high school wrestler. Did that move the needle in your world, gang? Did in mine. Now imagine if fucking a white boy was subjected to the same nonsense, to the same foolishness. White people complain that black comedians make jokes about them, and so they sit there and say, look how persecuted we are. 
We black people actually have to have a law to exist. You guys understand that? We went from slaves, and then the big thing was the three-fifths compromise. Way to go. You're almost a fucking human. Right? Now we have a we have to have a law. We have to have a law. We have get my beard. I'm trying to think who has a beard at work. Who has a beard at work? Who has a beard at work? Am I the only guy with the fucking beard? Or at least one who holds it consistently. Gang, I'm one of black men. Two. There are, hold on, me, Caleb, Tiffany. So there's three black people at work as employees. Everyone else is white. Uh, we have some Mexicans. Yeah, I really don't think anyone else has a beard. But let's say one of my white coworkers grew a beard. It's going to look different from mine. You want to know why? I'm black. Yeah. He would never do it in a trillion years. That's why I can use this as an example. What if Clayton said, Robert, your beard does not look like, let's just say John. Your beard doesn't look like John's beard. Shave that shit off. Clayton, I'm, I'm black. I'm, I'm trying actually not to laugh because if Clayton was here right now, he would be laughing his ass off because if when Clayton finds out about the fucking crown rule, he's like, you shut the fuck up. So it is, it's funny to sit here and say this because my boss would be like, my boss is more likely to punish the fucking white dude for not being able to grow a black fucking beard. But back on topic, if Clayton stepped to me and said, Robert, you can't grow the same kind of beard that John can, therefore you have to shave it. Write this shit down, gang. I would burn that place to fucking rubbles. And I'd sit there and I'd wait for the cops. They'd be like, oh, well, Miss Reed, you may want to move here. This place is a bill. I was like, why? I'm the one who started. The Crown Law says that black people's hair is now recognized and legalized. I have my opinions on how some white people wear their hair. But gang, it's just my fucked up ass opinion. White people's opinion is so strong that it, it can decide whether you can walk a graduation stage, whether you can compete in a sport. White is still the fucking standard. And in 2022, we have to pass a law that says black people are now allowed to wear their hair the way it naturally grows because we're black. Okay, Uncle Bobby's only really giving you one big fucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one big motherfucking solution. For people who think that it's all over and that we're all equal and that we all just sit in a circle and sing Kumbaya at a campfire at night, I actually need you to shut the fuck up. White is still the standard in this fucking country. So much, in fact, that everyone not white is still judged off of quote-unquote white standards. Gang, for as far as we have come, we still have a long way to go. I was actually talking about it at work today, and I still remember. 
Why is this thing going dark? I still remember, gang, the last person that I cussed out at work. Because I kept telling people, it's not funny. It's actually not funny at all. He's like, well, Robert, it's not meant to be funny. It's a compliment. I was like, I don't take it as one. I take it as a fucking insult. And it's the whole, Robert, you sound white. It's like, why would you say that? Well, you speak so well. It's like, you know I'm a college graduate, right? Well, that, yeah, that's even more special. I, I think I remember in season one or season two, I said this. Gang, when I first started working there, it was me and like four or five other former college athletes, of which three of us went pro in our respective sports, right? And I still remember, <laughs> holy shit. Oh, by the way, by the way, of all those college athletes, you know the only Division One, which, by the way, that's the big daddy. There was only one Division One college athlete. You know who that was? This guy, Uncle Bobby. Please go fuck yourself. But some dude came in one day at work and was just jerking everyone. I was like, oh, you're a college athlete. You're going, oh, you're... shut the fuck up. And he just sat there and he stroked the cots of all the other college athletes asking about their accomplishments. 25 years ago, I was the new guy, believe it or not. I was the new guy. So no one knew who I was. I was just a big black dude, right? And I still remember someone was like, well, you're missing Robert over there. That that guy, the new guy. He was a Division I. Uh, he was a college football player. Actually, I think he played right here at the University of Texas. He was a three-year starter, and he was an All-American, that guy. Okay, he stepped to me. You know what he said? Did you graduate? Uh, oh, I was like, really, dude? I just sat there and I watched you jerk off four or five other white people. All you asked them about was their athletic accomplishments. You get to the one black dude, which competed on the highest level, by the way. Fuck nuts. You get to the one black dude and all of a sudden you're questioning my intelligence level. Please go fuck yourself. Right? But, but to get back what I was saying, you know, again, white is still the standard I used to remember the last coworker who I cussed out because I kept telling everyone, they're like, oh, Robert, you talk so white. Robert, you talk so white. Robert, you talk so white. And I still remember, fuck it, I'm going to say her name, fucking Deborah. Go fuck yourself, Deborah. And I cussed her monkey ass out. What did you expect me to sound like, you barbaric bastard? Right? I'm a college goddamn graduate. Again, all I did was complete a simple fucking sentence. Raise your fucking standard, you asshole. But again, white is the standard in this country still. We make excuses for white fucking criminals while we demonize black people who haven't done shit. Again, fuck nuts Kyle L. Rittenhouse. He took two fucking lives Set up a GoFundMe, raised over a million dollars for it. Celebrities were pitching in. People with podcasts and uh, YouTube channels with millions of followers, Fox News, OAN, all those assholes can't stop jerking his cock off. George Floyd got high and allegedly used a fake $20 bill. Half his country did everything it could to demonize George Floyd. 
I wonder what the fucking difference is. White people, majority white people said, we don't want to wear a mask. We don't want to wear a mask. You know, so we don't want to save lives. It's called a freedom convoy as a result. Black athletes take a knee before a song while they're raising a piece of cloth on a large metal pole. We're told, don't disrespect the flag, don't respect the song, the blase and the fucking glavenoids. We're called thugs, hoodlums. We're told to shut up and dribble. We're told to leave the country. And one of the best football players at the time is unemployable because all they suggested is don't kill black people. I wonder what the fucking white difference is, right? And again, finally, and lastly but not leastly, the Crown Act. Black people literally have to have a law that says what grows out of your hair follicles is actually legal now. Please tell me how I should get over it. Please tell me how it's in the past. We still make black kids go to fucking a Robert E. Lee school. I want to get over it. I want to move past it. But all this shit is shoved in my fucking face by the exact same people who tell us all it's in the past. We are getting ready to pass a law that says, "What's you, podcasters, you can't see me. YouTubers, you can't. What's growing out of my face right now is literally being legalized right now as we speak. Believe it or not, gang, I'm not bald because I have to be bald. I'm bald because I want to be bald. I can grow an afro in 30 days. doesn't take long. The hair on my head grows like a fucking weed. We're getting ready to pass a law that says it's okay. Otherwise, it's messy, it's unkept, it could cost me jobs, so on and so forth. The blase and the glavenoids. So please continue to tell me how everything I'm complaining about is in the past. Please continue to tell me that you gave me a, a black president. Thank you, Mazza. Gang, for as far as we have come, we still have a long way to go. To wrap this up, I actually need my white fam fam to listen up. And I need you guys to write this shit down. I need you. We need you. Again, no movement gains traction until its antithesis joins in. Right now, people are going to listen to this and say, that's just one complaining ass Negro. Robert, what do you have to complain about? Your life seems to be pretty good. I need my white fam fam to tell other white members of the fam fam to shut the fuck up. I can't do this by myself. Obviously, I'm going to keep punching, but it's not until one of my white fam fam stands behind me, or no, I'm sorry, stands in front of me. And to that white person over there who tells me to shut the fuck up, I need one of my white fam fam to say, why'd you tell Robert to shut the fuck up? Well, his hair is unkept. It looks dirty. It's disgusting. By whose standard? Right, Robert hates the way shaggy white boys look. The only difference is, white dude, your opinion is pretty much law. 
Robert's opinion is, I need you to shut the fuck up, you complaining ass nigger. I need my white fam fam to walk side by side with me as I make this fight happen. As I sign this shit off, keep this in mind as you go to bed tonight. Yeah, it's going to happen. But in 2022, black people have to have a law that says what grows out of your hair follicles is now recognized and legalized. White people, do me a favor. Tell me the law that made your facial features legal. Don't worry, I will wait. The next 30 days, my features are about to be legalized in 20-fucking-22. All right, gang, the big guy's held you long enough, and he's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Yeah.